Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. The title of this morning's message is The Possible and Possibilities. Not the impossible possibilities, but the possible and possibilities. You know, for a long time, people thought you couldn't run a four-minute mile until someone did. Peter Snell, I think it was. For a long time, people believed that you could only fly if you are lighter than air. For a long time, people believed that the world would only ever need four computers and that there would never, ever be a need for a computer to be in every home. They believed that five, four or five computers would be enough computers for the world, and they were 1.5 ton and filled an entire room. But in the 1940s, they deemed that we had one computer, and we probably are only ever going to need four. Now, everyone has at least two on them at any given time. A personal computer connected to the web, solving problems, Siri interrupting them and all that. I was joking around with the kids the other day and I just said, hey Siri, and um, you just wait for it, you know. Hey, I'm listening and I know you're listening, Siri. Stop listening. Florence has a, a very intimate relationship with Siri. She gets very frustrated with Siri's poor answers or inability to understand five-year-old language. And she starts off with an acute inquiry tone in her voice, and it goes more and more into a, a motherhood tone as she's speaking at the phone about to put Siri in time out because she is not listening. But we're talking this morning, and we're in this series to be awake and listening to the possible and possibilities, to those things in, in your life and in our life and in church life that for whatever reason we believe they're impossible. But the world is just waiting for someone to show that the impossible is in fact possible. Just as the world was waiting for someone to run a, a mile in, in more than five minutes, just waiting for someone to break the sound barrier. Just waiting for someone to prove that if you drove over 30 miles an hour, you wouldn't disintegrate because of the speed. Just waiting for someone to develop technology to push the boundaries, to push back against that which even they had scientifically proven well, it was only proven until someone disproved it. And there may be things proven all over your life and all over your family line for generations. And it's just waiting for someone to disprove it. Yes, I've been raised by single parents for generations. Yes, we've been addicts. Yes, we've been in debt. Yes, we've had negative lifestyles and, and things attached to our, our family line. And it's just waiting for someone like you to disprove it. Just prove the devil wrong. You've been pro you've stopped proving him right and start proving him wrong this morning. That this uh, dream up the possible and possibilities. You don't just simply have to keep doing it because everyone else has done it. Or your family line doesn't have to keep believing it because you've just believed it. Or it doesn't have to be just this way because that's the way it has always been. 
that I want to inject faith in you this morning to believe in the possible and possibilities because this is the God that you serve and that you love. And not only that, He is the God that loves you. And He is not only does He love you, but my Bible tells me when I read it that He can do far, exceedingly, abundantly above all you can ever ask or imagine. So what God is saying to you and I this morning is, Mark, turn on the dream machine. Fire up that thing that's gone dead, that's sitting dormant, because I can do far, exceedingly, abundantly above all you could ever ask or even imagine it. So if you can ask it and imagine it, I can do do more than it. But sometimes our imagination is where our shoelaces are. And our asking is like where our socks pull up to and we, we get dissatisfied with what God is doing in our community and in our lives and in the earth, but He's meeting your expectation. And He's saying, I can do more than you could ever ask, ever dream of, or ever imagine. So I'm asking you this morning, what are you dreaming of? What are you giving God to work with? If He can do more than your dreams, what are the dreams that God is working with to help see them come into the earth? That God is getting His church. Are we awake? Are we listening? Are we allowing God to project onto the imagination, onto the screen of our brains just what may be possible if we begin to push back against what we've been told is impossible? It is possible for an entire town and an entire community to be saved and come into the fullness of life that Jesus Christ says. It's crazy people who change the world. People who dare to dream, who dare to believe, who dare to refuse no as an answer or refuse that history would say or refuse that my family line or my upbringing or my status are going to tell me what I can and cannot achieve in my lifetime. I believe what God says about me and I believe what God says about you. That you give him a jar of clay and he'll fill it with riches and treasures untold. If we empty our lives for God's sake, He'll fill it for His sake. He will pour His presence and His power into our lives and we'll be carriers and curators of the kingdom of heaven here on earth. And we are, we are awakened and are we listening to that which God would want to say to us and usher into the world the impossibilities that He'd want to pour through our lives. In COVID, there was supply chain issues. Nations shut down, shipping companies shut down, freight companies shut down as countries and nations went on to lockdown and, and warehouses were filled with, with product, filled with stock that had been prepared in advance for anticipated demand. It was not prepared in reaction to demand. But all around the earth, huge warehouses were filled with stock that was prepared in advance for anticipated demand and consumption. But there was a supply chain issue in getting the supply to the consumer. 
in getting the product to the point of sale and the point of consumption. What we are facing on the earth today is a supply chain issue. That God has no problem with supply. That His kingdom is filled to overflowing with supply. There is no lack in God. He does, lack is not even in his vocabulary. He knows no lack. He, he, God, owns the earth and all of its increase. Kingdom, God's kingdom is one of abundance and providence that is in a constant state of overflow. God's supply, there's no problem with God's supply. But what we have is, this, is a chain issue, that there's a breakdown on getting heaven to earth. There's breakdowns in the, in the supply chain, not the supply, but because God has prepared good works in advance for His people. And He's prepared to partner with those good works, the, the resource that those good works are going to need to see them roll out on the face of the earth. But we've got a breakdown in the, in the chain that's from heaven to earth, that in believers' lives we've grown weary or we've grown dim or we've, we've grown dull or we've got distracted by the, by the busyness of life from the, 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 the number one thing in life, which is a life connected to God. A life that is connected to God's abundance and God's proof. And if your life is running dry, it may be just because you've unplugged from the source of God's kingdom. There's a, a supply chain issue to your life. This does not mean trying harder. It is reconnecting and reestablishing a supply chain, a pathway from God's kingdom into your life. But that is not the end result. The end result is that through your life, like Sarah just said, a river of life, God's kingdom would, would flow out into the earth and we would be the salt and light carriers in this earth. A little English boy sat in his apartment looking out a dark evening into the dark British, London. I've never been good at accents, sorry, Helen. Um, <laughs> looking out a dark window. And as he looks out the window, he's a few floors up, and the street is dark. He sees coming down the street the council worker whose job it is every evening to light the street lamps. This is not electricity, but every street lamp is lit. No, what with? Meths, oil, something. And he comes down, he's got the thing, he's lighting these lamps, moves on. And this, and this little boy, he calls out to his mum, he's like, Mum, Mum, come up here. He's like, Look, this man's putting holes in the darkness. 
this man is putting holes, and maybe your life is designed to put holes in the darkness all through community. Maybe our lives as we gather as the corporate body, as the corporate church is to be filled, is to dream, is to get the supply that God has no abundance, no lack. Get Tap into the vastness and the fullness of heaven and receive it into our life and then take it out and put holes in the darkness everywhere we go in classrooms and boardrooms and sports rooms and living rooms and lounge. Wherever we find us, we are people that are putting holes in the darkness of humanity, that we are lighting the way, the roadways, the highways. God said, raise up the low places, bring down the high places and make a way for Jesus Christ, that we are the way makers, we are the light carriers, that we put the put holes in the darkness, that, that veil, that cloak, that thick curtain that seeks to separate and veil people from the presence of God. Maybe your life, maybe the impossibility that needs to become possible is that you begin to put holes in the darkness of the light that is around the people in your life. That we are turning impossibilities into possibilities. We're turning on the dream machine. The small, we're tapping, there's no, let there no longer be a, a supply chain issue. Let us tap in to the, the, the fullness of what God's kingdom has for us and let us be conduits, drain pipes, wastewater, not waste, stormwater, stormwater, these big vessels, these big conduits, these big carriers and directors of the kingdom of heaven from his world into our world. This is what dreamers do. They, they they, they just simply are, are, are living in a delayed reality. It's not a dream, it's a delayed reality. And I'm not living in a dream when I can see Topor with worshippers in every street and the amphitheater filled with saints praising God and miracles breaking out as we worship Jesus. It's just a delayed reality. It just is not here yet, but it's in the mail and it's in the making and I've seen it. And God says, I can do more than you can see and more than you can dream. And I don't know what you're dreaming and what you're seeing, but I'm seeing it and I'm dreaming it and I'm awake and I'm listening and I'm inviting you to partner with the miracle, with the impossibility that God wants to make possible through our lives. Let's not break the chain, let's build the chain. Let's not block the pipe with menial nonsense of the world hurts and forgive people, move on from offense, get get counseling, get professional help, do whatever you can to not let your life be obstructed with wounds and hurts and things of the past. If you're struggling to get over something, get help to get over it. Just get someone to give you a boost, you know, you just to get over that wall or get someone to Bash it down. Do whatever it takes that your life will be a conduit of God's kingdom into earth. And when Jesus spoke his first sermon on the mount that we've been looking at over this awake and listening series, he was asking the impossible of people. 
He was saying, you've heard it has been said, but I say. And he's turning people from thousands and thousands of years of culture, of legalistic observation, of religious living, of keeping up appearances, of trying to be better than one another. And, and, he, and, he's, and he, they're like, how was this even possible? Like, even if we agree with it, how can I change? How can I do it? And he, so he preaches this message. And you've heard it said, but I tell you. And, but so how do, we, how do we change? How do we turn on? The, how do we get the supply chain rebuilt? How do we shift thinking and, and change mindsets? He goes on to say through this, through this message, and at the end he says, whoever hears these words of mine is like the wise man who built his life upon the rock. Everyone, Matthew 7 verse 24, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his home on the rock. But Psalm 127.1 says this, unless the Lord builds the house, unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. It's giving God the blueprint of your life, the original copy, and asking Him, to build it. See, he says, unless God builds the house, the builders labor in vain. You've still got a part to play. It's not like you sit on the deck chair over there while God builds you a mansion to live in. But he is the foreman. He is the chief architect. He is the, he is the, he is the boss who, ha- who holds the plans that, are, that have been signed off by God as Father for the original intent and purpose of your life. He holds the blueprint. He keeps it true. He keeps it plumb. And he keeps it stable. Mark, 2, Mark 10 verse 24 says that, uh, that nothing is impossible for God. He, they, he was saying to these guys how hard it is for a rich person to enter the kingdom of heaven. He's like, and this is the example he draws. I'm like, man, like I draw some parallels. Jesus just draws these flipping. Like, he's like, it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a wealthy person to enter the kingdom of God. I'm like, yeah, it's a... I struggle to thread a needle with thread. Like, if he said, you know, trying to get rope through a needle, I'm like, yeah, that would be tough. He's like, he's, he's getting a full-on, you know, Alice the camel through the eye of the needle. And the, and the, the disciples are like, yeah, that's impossible. That is, I agree with you, Jesus. We can agree on this one. That is an impossible statement. A camel will not fit. Maybe we could thread it through here by here. But we're going to be here forever. And Jesus says, nothing's impossible for God. Camel, you may, you're, you may be feeling like life right now is trying to thread a camel through a needle. You're just looking at it like, what, this, why even try? Why even try and change? Like if you knew the complexities of my life, trying to thread that through a neat eye of a needle, all this stuff. Like, it's just, it is simply impossible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Nothing is impossible with God. 
What is impossible with man is not impossible with God. What is impossible in your circumstance, your life, whatever, your thoughts, your emotions, whatever it may be, and, and even people may have told you it's, a, it's not impossible. It's not impossible. If you take anything from this morning's message, take this one line, it is not impossible. 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 You need to hear, you need to play it on repeat on the you know the tape deck of your mind or the discman of your life or your the iPod of your brain. It is not put it on repeat. It is not impossible. I'm not living in ignorance. There might be some difficulties on getting this camel through the eye of the needle, but God told me there's one thing it's not, and it's not impossible. It is possible because God is able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all I could ever ask or ever imagine. So I know that whatever He's got me to do, it's not impossible. It might be difficult. It might require some faith. It might require some, some training. It might require me to make some decisions. But there's one thing it is not, and it is not impossible. It is not impossible. Don't give up dreaming. Don't give up listening. Don't give up. Don't waver in unbelief. Considering the promises of God, renew your hope and consider Him who made the promise able to fully complete it, to bring that which was a dream into a reality. His hand is upon your life. He is with you today. And He's like, if you just wake up and listen, Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.